0: Let me start by telling a story, and it's not a true story, just an illustration. There was this senior couple who were very concerned about their health, and so was careful about what they ate. The husband loved ice cream a lot, so whenever he would want to eat too much ice cream, the wife would remind him that it was not good for his health. Eventually, they both passed on. And they went to heaven. In heaven, they were welcomed by an angel who took them around heaven to see the different mansions. The husband became curious and asked the angel if there was ice cream in heaven. The angel took them to a big house and opened it. It was all full of the best ice cream you could ever imagine. The husband looked at the wife and said, you see why you should have allowed us to eat as much ice cream as we can so that we could have come here much, much on time. I believe you cast the joke. Jesus offers the best ice cream in the world. Oh yes. But not the type of ice cream that we are used to. Not vanilla, strawberry, or chocolate ice cream. Rather, Christ offers to us the best form of human life. The salmon on the mount can be likened to the best ice cream of human character. It started with what is called the Beatitudes. The blessedness of being humble, gentle, self-controlled, peaceful, merciful, just, and godly. What other ice cream could beat these characters? Then he went on to say, we are to be the light of the world and the salt of the earth. Such beautiful metaphors. Today, we have movie stars, entertainment celebrities, social media influencers, and great luminaries. We love and admire these people and the influence they have over the society. Jesus calls us to be stars for him, to be influencers for him, to be celebrities and luminaries for him. Maybe not in the sense of pomp and pageantries and the paparazzi, but in a humble way, the ways of our characters and our attitudes through good works and sacrificial services. Today's Gospel takes us further in the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus listed some popular and important aspects of everyday life under the Mosaic law as observed by the Jewish religious community. And he kind of turned it inside out. For instance, in addressing the command not to murder, he says, don't even get angry with your brother or your sister for no good reason. Of course, we know that if people get angry for the right reasons, most probably their actions would rather be corrective and constructive and not violent and destructive. The aim is to achieve a good result and not a bad one, with our anger. Regarding the broken relationship due to offenses, Jesus raises the envelope by saying that you go first to apologize to your brother or your sister. It does not matter who is right or who is wrong. Do not wait for your brother or your sister to come to you first. Making peace with your brother or sister is more than your gift or offering to God. So. Do that first before you give to God. That is the order of priority in our service to God, Jesus says. If we do not forgive others, neither will our Heavenly Father forgive us. What if the other person refuses to receive our peace advance or refuses to forgive us? What if we are the victims? In this case, we should forgive the person in our hearts and move on and still try to love them even from a distance. Jesus truly knows how to raise standards. He touches the heart of true morality when he presents before his disciples that morality should not just be an outward action only, but also an inward thought. For to dwell on a wrong thought is as good as carrying out the act. In my opinion, it is not an immoral thought crossing our minds that is the issue, but owning that thought and dwelling on it like a designer designing a product, that is where the problem lies. We can disown an immoral thought that comes to us as a flash. As soon as it comes, we can reject it, just like Jesus did on the mountain of temptation when Satan came to him, perhaps with evil thoughts. Jesus said to Satan, Get the hands. Did Jesus sin because evil thoughts came to his mind? No. He didn't accept the thought. He rejected it. And we can learn from Jesus. When we resist an evil thought that comes to us, we are not guilty of that evil thought because we did not accept it. I like the way Jesus deals with the root cause of brokenness in our lives. He says, metaphorically, if our eye or hand or foot is the root cause of our moral failure. We should pluck them out, cut them off. In other words, is it possible not to make those moral errors if we just take off our eyes? Or take something away from our sight? Is it possible if we just keep our hands from touching something or touching someone? Or keep someone from touching us or something from touching us? Or maybe, If we just keep our distance from places and from people and from things that lure us into immorality, could it be that we could manage and be morally upright? Well I guess if we have a strong attachment to something negative, then the farther away we keep away from it. Yes. Cut off the distractions. Stop the negative interactions. Stay away from wrong crowds and wrong places. And see how transformed your life would become morally. Wow, Jesus really knows how to blow hot. He says something like, the wrong choices can really bring hell on you. Well, whether it is the hell of bitter experiences that we are too familiar with in our broken world, or even the traditional hellfire of thunder and brimstones. Well, we cannot use our own hands to bring hell upon ourselves. Jesus warns, it is a place or situation to avoid at all cost. Jesus connects his teachings with marriage and divorce and affirms God's original intention for marriage. This brings us back to the story of the senior couple and the house of ice cream in heaven. Marriage really reminds me of ice cream. Well, I guess Jesus might be saying that his sermon on the mount is the way to have a sweet marriage and to have a sweet home, perhaps. I think couples should take a cue from that and try and put it to practice. Don't you think so? Today's sermon wraps up with Jesus showing us how to be a real gentleman or a true lady he said something like, be true to your words. Let your yes be yes. And let your no be no. Let people know you for who you are. How about that? What an ice cream. Life truly would be delicious if every one of us adheres to these teachings of Jesus Christ. No wonder the senior couple in our story at the beginning of this sermon were so delighted to find a whole house full of ice cream in heaven. Could it be that those in heaven follow these same principles of Jesus Christ? And that is why heaven is so sweet and delicious? Who knows? But Jesus says, when we pray, let us say, Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Let us follow these principles, and maybe our own lives here on earth will be like heaven.